Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. Oh, okay. So let me go right now. <laughs> okay. This is Melody, and you're listening to... Wait, fuck. <laughs> this is Melody, and you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. This is Trinesia, and you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. Good people, sexy people, welcome to another podcast of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart, and as always, I greatly appreciate you all taking time to give us a listen. Uh, tonight's episode is Ask Jack. It's the first of what I'm sure will be many episodes where uh, I read your questions and hopefully give you an answer that you can take and use going forward. Um, I love these ideas. Uh, I love this type of show because it's feedback from you guys. Let's me know you're out there. Let's me know you're thinking, and let's me know that um, you know you're trying to level up the game. That's what it's all about. A couple things before we get started. Feel free to catch us on oh man, wherever we're now. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash game out with Jack. Facebook.com forward slash game out with Jack. Uh, Patreon for all the things that are too hot to put on the podcast. <laughs> Patreon.com, you guessed it, slash Game On with Jack. Follow me on Instagram, which is still uh, Jackson Stewart 2. And uh, like I said, you can always catch the show by just going to GameOnWithJack.com. So let's jump right into it. Like I said, tonight is Ask Jack. I'm going to go through your questions. Uh, we got a ton of questions in. I won't get to all of them tonight, but we're going to roll them over another episode real soon we've got exciting guests coming up uh, over the next few weeks so hang in there and your questions will get answered um, over the next few uh, few weeks so we're gonna jump in it first question is from log333 some of these are usernames some of these are um, you know people actually put their name in there but I use usernames to make people feel comfortable first question <laughs> Do you have a favorite guest? That is a great question. And the answer is, um, yes, all of my guests have been my favorite. Um, and that's not, that's not a bullshit answer. I, um, and once again, forgive the, the sniffling and stuff. Allergies are, are kicking my ass. I legitimately and sincerely enjoy every guest that, uh, that I've had. And that's a true blessing when you interview people or, you know, talk to people for a show or for an article or what have you. Um, you could be interviewing somebody and they're terrible, they're rude, they're terse, they're an asshole. Every guest that we've had has been absolutely amazing. Um, you know, uh, with editing and so on, you you guys don't hear the, the pre-show talk and the post-show talk where, you know, the guests and I just kind of get a feel for each other. But it's been uh, priceless 
just talking to, to so many amazing people from varied walks of life, but they all have so much in common. You know, like we've had, you know, chefs and, and cam models and, and rappers and actresses and actors and, and fitness experts and, and mental health experts and relationship coaches. And, and they all share just this amazing work ethic, you know, this, this dedication to being the best in their field, to being true players. So, um, yeah, no, every guest is my favorite. I, I really cannot, you know, pick one guest as being better than the other because they've all been amazing. So I uh, appreciate the question. Thanks for, for listening. Um, next question, an anonymous question. What is it like to do a podcast? <laughs> it's a lonely business. <laughs> Um, no, it's a blast. If if I didn't have a good time doing it, I wouldn't be doing it. Um, life is short. I try and only do things I enjoy. Um, it's work. Don't get me wrong. Um, most of the work is trying to schedule guests. Um, you know, I, I'm selective on who I reach out to. Once we connect, you know, we got to find a time and a place and we got to vibe and we got to talk. And so that's probably the toughest part. But, you know, doing a podcast, I think, is... You know, you have to think on what is the message you want to give to the listeners? What's the experience you want them to get? What's the experience you want your guests to get? You know, I always tell every guest, uh, my job is to not only portray you um, as you are and quote unquote in a good light, but also to make sure you have a good time. So you, when we're done, you want to come back. And every guest has... Um, echoed that sentiment that they would love to come back and some guests have come back and and um so you know podcast is scheduling it's coming up with questions it's it's researching your guests it's very important to know who you're bringing on so that you don't sound like you know you don't give a fuck but that you know who they are and i think every guest you have to have a legitimate um interest in and regardless of what they do, whether they cook, whether they dance, whether they act, whether they they strip, whether they write or sing or whatever, you have to find nuggets about them that you are interested in because that interest comes across in the interview. And 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 I hope that that's been the case because I've been interested in every guest. Um, Miller Man. Jack, love the show. Thank you, Miller Man. I appreciate that. Um, how do you get a stripper's number? <laughs> how do I get a number? How do you get a number? Um, getting an exotic dancer's number or stripper's number is, it, it's like trying to get a waitress's number. Everybody's been spitting game at this person for eight hours before you got there. Um, now, that's not to say it's impossible because sometimes you do connect with um, somebody in a field where they're constantly uh hit upon or flirted with if you feel the connection um you know you can you know you can you know nowadays it's get the social media connection um uh you know if you if you feel it if you feel that connection i would say give it a couple of visits before you try and get the number you know let them become a regular let you become their regular where they know like you walk in the door and they come over and there's like, boom, I've been, you know, I missed you. I've been waiting to see you, et cetera. Don't, um, don't, um, you know, don't just get a dance. Hey, I like you. Boom. I want to call you. Build up a rapport. 
and then see if you guys, you know, share whatever Twitter accounts or Instagram feeds, etc. And then, you know, see if, uh, you know, you can say, hey, uh, um, I know you probably get hit on a lot, but um, maybe, you know, if you want to get coffee or something or grab a drink or whatever, but you got to realize that you're, you're shooting at, 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 a, at a, a, a difficult bullseye, so to speak. They are people who work in an industry where, you know, they sell a fantasy. If you pursue this and you're picking up on a situation that's not there, like you think she's into you, but she, you know, she likes you, but you're still just a client or a customer. Once you ask and she says, no, you have kind of fucked up this, this situation going forward. So um, really think about it if you want to try that. Um, but like I said, give it a, give it like, become a regular, get a connection. Um, and, and then, then see where it goes, you know, find commonalities or find things you guys like and, and then, you know, see where that goes, but then realize if you get the number, what are you going to do with it? You know, you're going to call this person and you go out on a date. Okay. And when you go out on a date, are you going to expect them to be, I don't know, bubbles or, or candy or whatever, it's, or are you going to expect them to be a person? And because those are two different things, there's the fantasy. And then that's the, then that's the, the woman behind the fantasy. Are you in, if you guys start to date, are you going to be cool if she stays a stripper? So you got to think a couple steps ahead and, um, and you know, that's, like I said, it's, it's tricky. No, man, it's, it's a tricky thing. Um, anonymous question. Ooh, this is a good one. Good, good drinking question. How do I avoid drinking with a beer snob when they're always part of, of the group? Oh, beer snobs are terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, I've known a couple beer snobs and yes, they're aggravating people because, you know, I'm a light beer guy. Um, I don't like drinking heavy beer. It's just, just my preference. It's nothing I'm not knocking people who do. It's just, I don't like the taste of it. Um, and I, I knew beer snobs and every time I'd order a, a light, anything, they would give me shit. It was so annoying. Um, so one day, this is what I did. I know a beer snob and <laughs> excuse me, he was talking mad shit. And he's like, Oh, you know, Jack, you drink like a girl. And right now I'm drinking more bourbon. So hold on. Oh God, that's strong. Anyway, <laughs> so good though. And um, I say, you know what? This is a light beer, and you're drinking heavier shit. So hold on a second, let me catch up with you. And I ordered a round of uh, tequila shots, and he he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I can't be drinking tequila. I'm like, no, no, no. You you know, you're drinking something strong. I'm drinking something light. Let's match up. And he couldn't do it. And so I drank both the shots and and drank my light beer. Now, granted. It shut him up going forward. Um, he was just getting my nerves. You, you have nothing to prove with a beer snob. You know, if they make a big deal out of it, just say, look, man, I like what I like. Can, can we not do this every time? You, you, you fuck with the energy of the group every time you do this shit. You fuck with my vibe. I'm just trying to drink and chill. Don't make a beer, big deal out of it because if you do, it's going to come off as uh this is going to come off as an awkward night. Or you can just tell them off the side, like, look, can you just not bust my bust my nuts every time I get a fucking light beer or whatever? And, you know, most likely the person is just trying to be funny. 
um, you know, you can try and go along with it. You can order something stronger, you know, like, like I said, shots or something and just shut them up. And, and then if that doesn't work, just one-on-one to say, look, I like what I like. Okay. Enough. Stop busting my chops. And then, you know, kind of see how that goes. If they persist and they keep trying to make you the, the, the butt of the joke, maybe talk to whoever's inviting them and say, look, if you're going to bring this guy around, just either let me know so I don't have to put up with his ass or just let him know on the side that, you know, I'm about to, I'm about to have it out with him because he's fucking annoying and to see how it goes. But, you know, if something's happening that you don't like and you stay silent, you can't be mad at people if they keep doing it because he may think that you're just cool with the joke. But if you speak your piece and he continues to kind of be an asshole, then he's being an asshole. And then you have the right to, you know, say something about it and, and try and check it. Oh, uh, let's see. Martin347 says, Jack, I love the show. Thank you. I appreciate that. The feedback is good. Um, I need a chili recipe. Do you have one? I have, <laughs> I have an awesome chili recipe. It is amazingly simple. Um, so simple, I can tell you from memory. You brown uh, a pound of uh, ground turkey or ground beef, whatever you want. At the same time, you cook. Uh, you cook about, I'd say, two to three cans of black beans and or chili beans, or a mix of the two, uh, to your preference. In the beans, while you while you boil them up, you throw in some steak seasoning. Um, some onions, I'd say about half an onion, uh, finely chopped, diced, everything. And um, if you want, you can throw in some, some uh, stewed tomatoes, but drain them first. Let that all cook up. Throw in uh, about two good shakes of cumin. And then in your meat, as it's cooking, throw in a pack of taco seasoning. Um, whatever brand's fine. Let it cook up. Let your beans cook up. Once the meat is done, dump it all into the beans, stir it together, blow your damn mind. Let me know if you like it. Um, <laughs> next question. <coughs> Excuse me, anonymous. How many shots should I do when I'm out drinking? And God, I'm sorry if I'm breathing into the mic. I think I heard that last week. I was like, oh man, I'm like, <gasps> like a damn bog monster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the allergies. I'm like, you kind of congested. So I apologize. But anyway, um, how many shots should I do when I'm drinking? As many as you're comfortable doing. I like a rule of thumb is one shot or two shots less than my limit. Um, when I go out drinking, I have shit to prove to anybody. I don't have to prove how many shots I can do. I did that in my 20s. Um, what, Jack? You're not in your 20s? No, I'm, I'm out of my 20s. So, um, Usually, I'll take a shot to, to take the edge off, a shot and a beer. Um, if I'm driving, you know, I have a rule. Like, one shot, one beer means an, means at least an hour and a half to two hours of sitting where I'm at and a glass of water. So it all depends on what your tolerance is. But, um, you know, just try a shot and see how it feels. Sip the tequila. Don't shoot it. Um, sipping tequila obviously extends the experience, but also gets you buzzed quick um, and a little bit longer. So definitely like, you know, go for a shot, you know, a glass of water and a beer, see how that combo feels. And then, you know, just see how the night goes. Um, next question. Ooh, this is a good one. 
Should I ask out a coworker? If so, how? Oh, this is almost as bad as trying to ask out a stripper. <laughs> Maybe worse. No, it's definitely worse. Here's the thing about asking our coworker. One, um, if they turn you down, you still work with them. Two, if either of you have any level of supervision over the other one, do not do it. You know, I mean, if if he or she works for you <clears throat> and you want to ask them out and it, they say yes or they say no, you are the supervisor and it could come back to bite you in the ass. They could say that they felt forced to do it, et cetera. Don't do it. And if you guys break up, you know, that's going to impact your, your working relationship. That uh, statement about the company ink, dipping your pen in the company ink is fucking true. Jack speaks from experience. I've done this. Um, did I regret it? No, because we were, we were uh, peers. Um, and it was fucking fun. <laughs> it, it made those lunch hours a lot of fun. But um, we broke up and shit was awkward. And so, you know, you got to think if uh, worst case scenario, can you handle it? You know, can you handle what's the worst? Can you handle if you guys break up and you hate each other's guts? You know, will you see each other all the time? Are you in different branches, different offices, different floors, etc.? Um, if you're going to risk all that, then read the room, you know, like strippers. See, if, is there a connection? Is there a vibe? Start out with uh, lunch in a group. See how that goes. Then, you know, a couple lunches away, just maybe the two of you. And then maybe try drinks afterwards. Don't drag it out too long, but make sure you're getting a feel for it. And if you start out with a group of five and you whittle down to just you two and he or she's cool with it, then you know that there's there's probably a good connection going in it. And then, you know, say, hey, how about we go out uh, for dinner this weekend and see how it goes. But at some point you do have to say like the word date because the worst is when, <coughs> excuse me, you're asking somebody, out, you think it's a date and they don't, or vice versa. So, uh, man up, be a player, level up, and say, "Hey, you know, just just so we're clear, I am pursuing you romantically." And then, like, just boom, like that's that's uh, that's real talk. You know, I think that um, that saying that will really let somebody know that you're you're. You're above the pack. You're not just somebody out there, you know, a goof ass just trying to get them out. But you're stating your claim. Most people don't do that. Most people aren't upfront like that. And it'll uh, it'll put you ahead of the pack. Um, Tiffany asks, um, I don't like how my boyfriend dresses, Jack. How can I change him? Oh, you can't. If that's what he wants to dress, the way he wants to dress. However, you can make recommendations to his wardrobe. Um, and here's how you do that. You, the mistake people make when they want to change people, how somebody dresses, especially like a significant other is that they, uh, they fucking tear down how they dress. Right. So like, Oh, Hey, you always wear these stupid shirts. You always wear these dumb pants. I hate those shoes. So you are attacking a person's choice and now they are going to entrench themselves in what they want. What you need to do is Find what you like about how they currently dress and throw in an occasional substitution. So, um, you know, case in point, I knew somebody once who 
didn't like the fact that her uh, her guy always wore button down shirts, short sleeve shirts. He looked like Dilbert or some shit like that. <laughs> so she wanted him to, you know, get a nice long sleeve shirt and just roll the sleeves up so that they, you know, look nice. So what she did is rather than go about how, you know, I hate these shirts and, you know, you look like a dork. She would comment on shirts that she didn't like, but she liked the color. She's like, oh, wow, that color looks so sexy on you. Every time you wear it, you're just fucking hot. And then she bought him, you know, once she said that enough, he was feeling pretty good about himself. But he's feeling good about the way he looked in that color. So then she went on and bought him a couple of long sleeve button down shirts in that color. So by the time he got it, he was not substituting her choice over his. But he was adding something to his, you know, his sexy article, arsenal, I'm sorry. So don't tear down how your boyfriend dresses, compliment, you know, and make them sincere. Like literally find something that you like about how he dresses and try and throw in some changes based off of that foundation that you build. Uh, next question, another anonymous. Guys, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not going to tell people <laughs> your secrets. Um, is it okay to go to a strip club alone? That's a good question. And um, um, uh, sorry, just typing up something real quick. Um, yeah. And, you know, I remember my early adventures to the to a gentleman's club. I always had to go in a group because I felt kind of self-conscious. Like, oh, fuck, I look like a creeper or something. And you really don't. And it happened when one night I was going to go out with some guys and I was all set to go. I was all fired up. And at the last minute, everybody bailed on me to go. And a buddy of mine's like, yeah, I had a, I had a regular who I was dying to see again. And my buddy was like, do you just fucking go? And I was like, man, but I'm by myself. And everything's like, Jack, drop your balls and go. I was like, fuck. All right. So I roll up in there and <coughs> excuse me. I looked around. There was a lot more cats by themselves than I thought. And, you know, a lot of these guys just look cool as hell. They weren't like, you know, in a, you know, weird ass, like a, <laughs> in a trench coat with, you know, a hat and glasses and uh, looking like creepers. They were just guys that, you know, maybe they were getting off work. Maybe they were like me, like out with buddies who, you know, bailed or went different ways at the end of the night. Or maybe they were just blowing off steam and coming up to get a drink and sit with a pretty girl. So, um Yes, and you don't look as creepy as you think you do. Um, if you do go alone, get a drink, lay back in the cut, chill out, pace yourself, and, and go back and listen to my strip club uh, podcast and then and take notes. But yeah, it's okay. That's fine. Um, one thing, though, if going in a group, going alone should only benefit you. So I know some guys that have to go in a group because they have like, um, either their, <laughs> their moral compass is there in the group or they've got somebody to say, hey, man, I'm cutting you off. You told me to take all your credit cards because you go fucking nuts. So make sure that when you go by yourself, set a budget, set a drink budget. Like I'm only going to get like one beer or whatever and then stick to it. Um, because when you're by yourself, you're by yourself and you're in an environment that's designed to get money out of you. So, you know, make sure you can hold your ground. HR311 says, I'm thinking about going back to the gym. Any recommendations? Congratulations on that, especially coming out of a pandemic where, you know, gyms have been closed or, or uh, greatly limited. 
first and foremost, go get a physical. If you have not had one, make sure you are healthy. Um, because a doctor's advice is much better than my advice, but go, you know, and make sure you can work out. Don't get in the gym and try and he-man it or, you know, run a marathon and you have been in the gym or on the treadmill in like, you know, a year and a half. Get checked out. Um, once that you get the green light for that, go to a gym, talk to the, uh, you know, the, the staff there, they might have a back from pandemic workout program or something. So until you get comfortable again, um, even if you're a gym expert, like you used to work out all the time, but you kind of took a break, hit the experts, get a physical, talk to a doctor, <clears throat> excuse me. Then when you get there to the gym, talk to someone there and, uh, and get a program. Get, and if, if they don't have like a class or something, get like a program built towards you. So that way you don't get hurt. That way you don't, you know, fucking kill yourself in the gym. And that you will be in a workout routine that not only is safe, but also gives you gains. And that's important. Uh, last question. Jack, what has been the wildest moment on the show? Oh, man. <laughs> There's been a lot of them, but... I, you know... I, I've got us there. There's a couple of things that, that have been kind of wild. One is, um, I'm going to say names. It's nothing, it's nothing bad. Uh, Melody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Melody shades was hilarious. Probably like she and I laughed probably before the show, after the show, um, just a ton. Cause she's just hilarious. She's a very bubbly personality. And so she, she was kind of wild. Her um, her promo, which I think you guys would have heard on the last show, where you know she's like, uh, you know, this is Melody, and you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. It's funny because she had to do it probably. Um, God, I think she had to do it like three or four times. It was hilarious. But um, so that that was fun. It wasn't necessarily wild, but that was fun. Um. DJ Risque and Lucy Fang, two awesome, uh, an awesome model and an awesome DJ. But what's hilarious is that they're both in Australia and I'm in the States. And it was wild because, you know, trying to figure out the time zone difference was crazy. But Lucy, we had to record Lucy's interview. And Lucy, she's a sweetheart, very bright uh, young woman. She's like, hey, I would love to do the show. Can we do it at like five o'clock my time? And I've been trying to get her on. I said, Lucy, hell yes, because you're amazing and, and you're a great guest. And I, you know, I'd love to talk to you, interview you. And I did the time conversion. And it was like 1 a.m. in the morning my time. So I had to stay up. And um, so th that that was that that was that was rough, but it wasn't wild. The wildest moment, um, Stormy Maya. And I love her to death, ton of energy, probably one of the most prolific uh, content creators out there. And she's beautiful and she's multifaceted and she's brilliant. Um, she's wild though. That's why she wins wildest moment. As I ask every guest, uh, what is the sexiest thing about you? I asked her that question. And most people say, you know, I feel my confidence, my walk, um, my work ethic, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And she says, my nipples. 
And I wasn't prepared for that. And then she went on for, I'd say it felt like it was 35 minutes. I'm sure it was like a minute. But she was just talking about how she has very pronounced nipples and how she has to like cover them up when she takes pictures, you know, for Instagram and and so on or put, um, you know, put tape over them because they just they they stick out so much. And I, I just wasn't prepared. <laughs> I, I wasn't. And um, if you go back and play that, I think that's season one. Ooh, I think it's season one, like episode three or four. I should know that by memory. But go back and, and listen to that and just play the whole episode. The whole episode is, is, is a lot of fun. Very sexy fun. And um, you will literally hear me pause because that's me just not prepared for that wild moment. So that is, uh, that's the first round of Ask Jack. Thank you guys so much. Feel free to shoot me questions anytime you want. Um, either, via, either via Twitter or um, Instagram. Love to hear from you guys. Love to, you know, get questions. And if you guys have any guests that you want me to interview that you, you know, shoot me their social media information or email address if you have it. If you're an influencer or somebody who's out there doing it and you want to get on the show, let me know. And feel free to uh, catch next week's episode and all of the weeks past. Thank you guys so much. I greatly appreciate it. And, um, you know, game on and uh, stay sexy. But keep it sexy. Yeah, let's keep it sexy. <laughs> Edit that part. <laughs> As always, keep it sexy and game on. What if you could be a better player? for the cost of one more cup of coffee a month. Get access to a growing library of lit erotica, behind the scenes action, and player's guides with tips on drinking, cooking, fitness, dating, sex, and life after dark. Low tier rate while offer lasts. Patreon.com, Game On With Jack.